We are back on Condo's couch and we're going to do a deep dive into the WSL for uh, 2023 season. Uh, been lots of changes. Uh, Woody, I know you, uh, you've been out there doing your research, sitting on the beach, uh, making lots of phone calls, talking to all the coaches, managers. Um, there's lots to delve into with this one. Um, firstly, welcome Woody. Welcome uh, Alan, Satsi. Hello. And, uh, and Conrad Leary's on the couch. Cons, hey. welcome. Lads, how Thanks are we? Yeah, good. How you been, mate? Been good. Yeah, just kind of getting everything sorted to go away on Sunday and Oh, you leave this Sunday? Yeah, yeah, it's all it's all happening. What uh, what's the date of the first one? So are you the going 29th. To I'm okay. going like 2 weeks early. Okay. Yeah. So go acclimatize myself with 100 foot waves because I haven't been doing that lately. So, um, yeah. So leave Sunday, how do you feel? How's the body? How's the uh How's, how's the boards? Um, how's the big upgrade in the coaching department? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's been good. It's It's been nice to be home for, you know, three months and put in some good hours in the gym and um, hang out with Pete, swearing him at, in the garage while he's telling me that I'm not good enough and need to work harder, um, hanging out with Woody. What's Pete's greatest one-liner in, the, in, the, uh, in your off-season? Best one-liner that he's yelled at you? Oh, God. Um, he yells at me a lot, but it's, it's good. What's his, what's his best one? I don't actually know on the top of my head. He's nothing's ever good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. So I was going to make something up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, nah, nah, I, no, I don't think he's ever said that actually, but. So where do you, where do you stand as far as, um, Fitness strength levels on previous seasons. I know Pete does all the testing on sort of two weeks out. You're about to jump on the plane. Yeah, no, I'm pretty good. I mean, I I came into the the start of this off season with a few goals in mind to hit before I got you know went away and and started the tour again. I wanted to drop a few kilos and just kind of change the way I not tr- change the way I surf, but change the way of how committed I wanted to make. Every, you know, I just wanted to change my approach on how to surf on a wave and be a bit more committed and wrapping that around in my head and doing it all the time was hard for a bit, but now it's slowly uh, coming together. So, yeah, so it's, it's does that, uh, for our listeners out there, does that quantify taking more risk, like trying yeah. to sort of overpower the wave a bit more or is just it? Just accepting failure and yeah, okay. taking it as improvement instead of something that is a negative uh, something that I feel like Woody, you know, myself and Woody have been talking about for a few months and, um, yeah, just having that more committed approach to therefore make my surfing more exciting than, than what it is now. So yeah, it's, it's those, you know, 1% improvements that make a big difference, uh, the level I'm at. So yeah, it's, it's been fun. Conrad Leary, ninth in the world last year. What's the goal this year before you Top get on five, the uh, for Top sure. Okay. Yeah. And I really want to win an event. Winning an event was a goal last year and it's going to definitely be a main one this year. So, yeah. 
if I'm winning events, I'll make top five and then we'll go from there. Do you reckon the judges, is it harder for you each year? Like do they, when you surf a wave, like are they looking at you expecting more each year? Do you reckon? 100%. Yeah, they, they get used to how you surf. So if you're not showing up with that little bit of edge from the year before, you know, those scores you're going to get from the year before were maybe like sevens and eights. They're going to be sixes and sevens the year after. So if you're not finding ways to be that little bit better, um, yeah, you, your surfing's just going to be stale and then it's not good for the judges. That's not good for yourself because you're not going to be making those heats. Um, boards, where, where are you at with boards? Yeah, I've been working pretty closely with DH the past well, the past year. I was kind of tossing and turning between Mayhems and DH at the start of last year and um, was kind of doing a bit of both. And then, yeah, I'm kind of now transitioning towards all DHs. It's, it just makes sense for me here. He's 40 minutes up the coast and how passionate and how motivated he is to constantly create good surfboards. And, um, yeah, it's, it's second to none and that's why he's created so many, you know, he's created Steph and Mick who are world champs and Ethan and, you know, everyone who rides his boards are, are really good. And, um, yeah, it took a little bit to kind of figure out volume and length and playing around with it. But, yeah, I feel like it's all coming together pretty nicely now. Do you go – when you go over, like, for the – before the comp, do you surf, like, pipe and all those areas or do you, do you try and find waves other spots or do you just – Hang at pipe and try and get a wave? Yeah, I mean, my main focus is pipe and sunset. I'll try and surf them as much as I can. And then, yeah, just to break it up a bit, surf Rockies and, and all those fun spots because it's never, you know, six foot for a month. There's always going to be a lot of small days in Hawaii. So, yeah, to make it fun, the beaches and, and Rocky Point and stuff, it's always good to break it up and um, even test shortboards and stuff for Portugal and throughout the rest of the year. Um, yeah. Are you scared when you get over there? Are you, do you do you find, I don't know, third reef pipe, do you find it scary or are you at a stage now where it's more exciting than scary? I mean, yeah, if I'm, I'm only human. It is scary. Like I'm not no a one person. Wants to, I don't, no one gonna, wants to die. But you know what I mean? As, yeah. as you've spent more time, especially doing the CTs there, has it become, I don't know, a bit more comfortable, I guess? I think I'm just looking at it now as opportunity instead of yeah. fear. Like. You get a I can get a chance your, to yeah. get the barrel of my life instead of going, holy shit. I could die. I could die today. <laughs> like, yeah. That's a great way to look at it. Yeah, and, and then that relieves the fear aspect that little bit more. Well, yeah, I feel like I, I, my whole perspective of it is just different. So fear isn't the, the first option. Yeah. And the first priority, it's more opportunity. You know, I can get – if I put myself in the right spot, I can get the barrel of my life kind of thing. Well, I think from memory you – you scored pretty well last year, didn't you, in the pipe event? I had one good, really good heat. one, didn't you? Yeah, the first round, the first round that I had was really good, and then it's funny. I, I think I got too confident and too oh really co- cocky, not cocky, but I kind of was too confident for the next one. So I took a lot more risks that I didn't need to take because I felt so good in the first round. Yeah, right. So yeah, I just took too many stupid mistakes that I didn't need to, and um, and that hindered me, but. Yeah, it was it was it was great to kind of be able to challenge myself in waves like that because it's been a while since pipe's been good, and that's the first year. I think Kelly said it's the best day he's nearly ever seen on that first day at pipe last year. So yeah, it was it was the most perfect perfect waves I've ever seen. 
When it's when it's that size, dude. When it's like six foot and it's both ways, unbelievable. It was right? all one way. It was all. Pop. Was it all? It pop? was probably like. It's probably eight foot with the odd bigger one, but it was so perfect that it wasn't. I mean, I didn't think it was that scary. I'm was, thinking of the last day. Sorry, I'm thinking yeah. of, of the day one. But the first day was first day. Was was that, like the, that was that was when they had, like Jo and John had that heat together yep. and said, so, "Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. Yeah, that was that was solid, wasn't it? Yeah, it was big, but it was like I said. I just it was more thinking me going, I could get the best power of my life, so let's do did, it. Kind of. Did thing. you did you have a different like strategy? Did you take off in a different spot? Like to get that good heat, to get those good waves. Was there anything that you did that you w- wouldn't have been able to pick up in a free surf? Like was there something? Like was it just having the room to having the room to to move around? Yeah, uh, and put yourself in the right spot because in the free surfs there's yeah, you 300 people yeah. in such a short space and it's so hard to kind of find your spot. Um, yeah, that and, and just taking some risks. Like I took one in the first round where I was pretty late and I could have just easily just went, oh, no, I'm not going to go or straightened out. Yeah. But I kind of took a drop and the whole thing was – it broke so far out that I was able, able to scoop under it and then it popped out the end. Yeah. So just – yeah, just taking a few more risks. So, um, so in summary, uh, you've been on tour for a few few years now. You've had a few different coaches. Um, you've got your coach sitting on the couch. Uh, before you go to Hawaii, first question, before you go to Hawaii, what's Woody brought to the camp? What have you been working on? When you go to Hawaii, how are you guys going to uh, sort of, I suppose, connect and um, discuss whatever you're going to do from a coaching athlete point of view? Yeah, it's it's been fun to to kind of pick areas of my surfing in this past few months where I need improvement and the thing we kind of all went back to was I know how to do everything. It's just a matter of just being confident to commit earlier on a wave and throughout the whole wave instead of trying to just get to the end. And I think I've kind of stemmed my whole foundation of my surfing growing up to just being consistent to riding the wave to the end. And the Brazilians do it so well in the sense of just, they're just, they've got the section in front of them. They're dealing with that. Once they make that, they're dealing with whatever's in, you know, the next thing that is in front of them. And um, yeah, it's just that whole commitment thing that I'm trying to wrap my head around. And that's what we've been working on. And how will you guys work when you're sitting here in Lennox and you're at Pipe? Who'll have um, dog? Dog oh, Marsh, okay. yeah. He'll so be, Dog yeah. will be on the beach? So he'll be yeah. on the beach with him. Um, I'd imagine he'll be just going fucking paddle and pull in. <laughs> There's not much I can really say to him. There's not much we can be like preparing for pipe. It's more just, I guess, the headspace of how to compete. Yeah. Probably more so, eh? We haven't really focused on like you've got to go over there and just fucking throw yourself over the ledge really. I feel like – yeah. From just from what I could see, the last event that's close to that was Chopes. He had a really couple of really good heats there, and it was big. He lost to Kelly in was it the quarters or round four? Round four. Yeah, round yeah. four. So, and it was a good battle. It big, big Chopes, and that was your last CT, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that was my last heat. Yeah, oh, I mean, he's got it's there. It's just it's just uh, this commitment stuff in his head. Really, <laughs> I think it's the biggest thing. Yeah, so, it's been fun. It's been fun exploring it and doing it on a regular basis to create a habit of it. So I do it in heats instead of just trying it when I've got a rashy on. And yeah, you've got to create a habit of doing things. Otherwise 
you know, you're not just going to be able to snap your fingers and be able to do it. 100%. It's taken a while, so. It's hard. I th- my, th- my thing from doing this with him is it's really easy. When, when you surf well and you're generally pretty consistent, he's ridiculously consistent, it's easy not to want to fuck up in a surf, especially when the waves are fun and it's this time of year and you might not get a lot of fun waves. So you don't want to go out and just fucking try all that shit and fall off every wave because you can get in a bad headspace. But if you can understand that it's for a purpose and for, for improving, which he has, because he knows that's probably the next phase to get into the top five. He's done it really well. And it didn't look like much was happening at the start. Like you couldn't see it. Now you can see it nearly, you know, every second wave. So how's that? what does that look differently? Instead of you going out, Connor, and doing three belts and then just ending in, near the shore, you'd be just attacking that first one it's way making more? Your, it's making your first turn you Trying to make your first turn your best turn and not your last turn. Right. He's really good at making his last turn the best turn. I yeah, don't know. That's how. For sure. That's probably the way you look at it. If you look at Medina and and I guess Philippe because he won last year, he's really good at making his best manoeuvre. Either the only manoeuvre, like a big giant punt on a closeout or his big mm. first turn. And so like does that do anything like with the judges' psychology? You know how you see blokes finish – the wave and they sort of accentuate that last turn, is it probably more important to do the bigger turn? Well, obviously it is, out the back. Which is more risk. Turn. So more if you're risk. in a slow heat, like for instance, not to fucking steal your air time, Con, but if, if you're in a slow heat at Bells, you know what I mean? And there's not much opportunity and you're taking risk on a wave, you might only get two or three waves in a half an hour heat. They'll see that. They'll know, especially if you haven't been doing that. Is that kind of it, yeah, and a, I just a think, good way to explain it, I suppose? I just think growing up, uh, you get taught when you're growing, growing up to finish a wave and you, you, like, you surf, your momentum goes throughout the wave. You, know, you start slow and then you end, end big while the Brazilians do it the opposite and that's why they yeah. get judged very highly and that's why they're exciting and, and all that because they're doing everything at the start. And then still doing all the, the, the good stuff at the end as well. So it's just trying to just wrap my head yeah. around being aggressive and commitment, committing earlier. And then I can just keep doing what I'm doing through, yeah. you know, throughout yeah. the rest of the wave. You do something big, like a big – like you, don't, you still want to finish the wave, obviously, if you've done a huge manoeuvre because obviously there's probably still more scoring potential on the wave. But it doesn't matter. The, the pressure's not as much on how you finish it if you've done something crazy at the start. You can fucking do a headstand after it if you've done something crazy. You That'd score I mean? pretty well. It would. It's maybe <laughs> a claim that we could bring in for Connor this season, yeah. a headstand. So um, before, we, uh, before we dig into the changes of the WSL, let's, everyone, uh, let, let's put our balls on the line here. Um, Connor's told us where he's going to finish. So he's, he's saying uh, top five and he's going to finish inside the top five and he's going to win. Woody, where's he going to finish in, as far as you're concerned? I think somewhere inside the five. I don't know the exact number, depending on, depending on how his headspace is in these first three events. I feel like if he stays confident, even if he doesn't get the results, yep. I feel like he'll, he'll, get, he'll, he'll get there in the end. And then if there's some swell at, tre- at Trestles, he's just going to have to fucking do Quite a couple well. of flips. It's fucking <laughs> it's go time. Satsy? Well, looking at kind of surfing, obviously if he's done work in the off-season, he's improved it. Uh, mate, it's top five somewhere for sure. Thanks. We're Sancti. all confident. Well, I, I believe in him. He's worked hard. It's just, it's up to him. We can all fucking sit it, but I can't go next to him in his head on his shoulder and go, dude, 
You fucking, re- you know, it's in the real time is where yeah, it'll for sure. Well, I'm going to Harvey's result. He was ninth. I reckon he's going to be 4.5. <laughs> there, you, <laughs> there you go, numbers, man. Yeah, no. Nah, it's it's going to be somewhere there. It'll be a fucking sick year. It's going to be Medina and John back. It's exciting. Those other top five guys, they'll want to be back in the spot. There's going to be some. Well, we'll get to the uh, we'll get to the the lineup as far as it's going to be probably one of the strongest and I'd say. Uh, better world title chases this year. But um, let's dig into the WSL changes. I, I mean, you probably don't have to comment on this, but we will. Uh, the athletes are being ripped off as far as I'm concerned. Um, they can't wear sponsorship on their headwear, uh, board. You've got to wear watches, Apple watches. Like, it, I mean, headwear is the biggest, uh, the biggest selling point for a surfer. Yeah, well, the headwear thing's just – I think it's just on the podium. You can still but wear headwear. But that's where you get interviewed, po- I know, isn't it? Yeah, but I guess they're trying to f- – have that like I, I kind of get both sides like they're trying to make it clean on the podium and stuff like f1 and and all that like they're trying but is to, there pushback from the athletes that you guys should be compensated for that there is but the wsl uh you know that they've got their own view on things and we don't have too much say which is a bummer but um i mean yeah we just try and adapt to their rules that they're throwing at us and and try and Try and keep everyone happy, I guess, instead of it be one-sided. Um, yeah. How did the brands feel? Has Hurley, like, and those guys made comment on it? Well, there's a few brands that, like, are supported by the WSL and you still are able to wear those. If you're sponsored by those companies, you're still able to wear the hats. So, like, Hurley really? and Quicksilver and Billabong and Rip Curl and stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah. really? So, yeah. so if you for after your after-heat interviews, you can wear your Hurley hat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but if yep. you're not a, if you're not aligned as a sponsor of the WSL, you can't. Yep. Right. So if you okay, that's a bit different. Yep. So if you're like one of your major sponsors is like Erotica. Um, dot com. Erotica. Dot com, and they're not aligned with WSL, yeah. so you can't have like a, a dildo. <laughs> well, I don't know. Spit it but out. We can oh, like, spit it out. Even like for post head interviews, they wanted you know how the post head interview they have the glass and yeah, and then they were. They came to us and said, oh, we're not letting anyone have their surfboards with them after a post interview anymore because they were it saying blocks, that everyone – blocks the sponsors on uh, the glass. Like everyone puts the board in front of their ra- the rashi, rashi yeah. and it's got all the sponsors and everyone was blown up because they were like – all the, the presenting sponsors were like, oh, well, they're just blocking them with the, their surfboards, so let's can. And we ended up finding a solution where there's going to be a space for the surfboard Okay, well, that's Like good. a board rack or something. Yeah, like, like somewhere you can put your board and yeah. it's still in the camera where all your sponsors will be able to see it. But, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're definitely listening to what we're trying to – yeah, there's there's been a lot of back and forth, but they're, they're listening, which is okay. So what do you guys have, Connor? Like, you know, the NRL has a players uh, rep, players association. You know how you say, oh, we think this or we do that. Who – takes your ideas or your problems back to the WSL? Yeah, we got like a um, – he's like a – I guess he's, he's, he's the WPS like committee member guy who, who works for us, who we tell him all our issues and problems and then he tells it to the WSL. Um, so, yeah, we got him that works for us and we all – I think it comes out of our pay a little bit for him. Um, but to, he, he's to cover, good to cover his yeah cost, to cover yeah. him yeah so he's pretty good it's 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 nice to have someone like him to be able to yell at if you know something's yeah. not not right 
Um, I, back to the uh, post-state interviews, how people are covering the rashes with their mm. boards. Are the pe- would, you have, would you ever think to do that on purpose? Like I just can't. Uh, are, are people that fucking clever? But, but people aren't. Uh, like you yeah, I'd say, like some, pro- I'd like, say some are instructed to. Yeah, the right, people yeah. that sponsor the events, I guess they think. They, they, don't, they don't. I guess yeah. they don't think like that. They go, oh, they, you know, they do yeah. it on purpose, but yeah. I suppose if you maybe used to ride for that sponsor and you're like, fuck you and put your. <laughs> I don't know. I just never. Th- <laughs> Never really looked at it like that. That's because yeah. you think differently, James. I'm fucking outside my mind. So let's get to time. the schedule. Um, so five five comp cutoff. Um, yep. There's no real changes on last year, is there? On the no, schedule? it's exact same, pretty much. Oh, except G Land is replaced by Sir French. Right. Was that the last event, or is that the first event after the cut? First event after the, after the cut. Yeah. Is that a good move in your view? No, nah, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> the pool's so hard to surf. And to, and to get it and for it to get replaced by G Land, like we got pretty skunked last year, but it's a bummer that you know we couldn't get another chance to try and score at least. But yeah, it, that was a bummer. Is there is there a, a certain event you'd want to win out of all of them? Obviously, probably Pipe. But is there is there another like is there, Tahiti? Yeah, okay. Yeah, if it's not Pipe, it's Tahiti for sure. Yeah, I mean, cool. it was G Land if it was on. Yeah. But yeah, one of those lefts for sure. One of the lefts, just just because pipes so prestigious. If you do win, you yeah yeah, yeah. it's very prestigious. It's like the Wimbledon of surfing, really. Yeah, eh? and same with chirps. Like yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely one on the radar for sure. Yep. Why is the wave pool hard to surf, Connor? Everyone thinks that it's a perfect wave, but there's a lot of imperfections in it that make it hard. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's a hard wave to read and stay in front of and, you know, it's a very momentum-based wave and I don't know, I, I str- I've struggled there the last few years. Um, Have you surfed better wave pools? Uh, I think the tech – I've never surfed the one in Texas, but what about that one, one in France? pretty sick. The one in Fran- the one in Spain, the Spain. wave garden one? Yeah, yeah, wave garden. That's the same as Melbourne. Right. That's not as good as Kelly's. I think the – Texas one's probably – it looks like the best out of all of them. I, don't, I just think the Kelly one's too long. Um, there was even talk of them maybe even splitting it in half for the event. So, like, one person surfs the first half of the wave, the other person surfs the back half of it. Are we, is this a scoot? swap. Yeah. Is, it, is this a scoot? We're hearing this live. This is live. Wow. Yeah. No. Chop it in half. So, so there, there was talk that, about it. It's that long, is it? It goes for 600 – Meters. Oh fuck. Okay. So That's for long. me, that so would be six hundred fifty meters. Yeah, that would be the hardest wave to to try your new approach on. Do you know, like that first turn, you're kind of going, "Fuck, do I want to go berserk at, yeah. at the top and miss the whole wave? It runs off, and I got to sit here for ten minutes till the you know the other wave, the yeah. left comes." I think it's it's funny. I think with this with the wave pool, it's picking the right times. To go hard, but also linking, trying to link turns as smooth as they can, so it looks good on the whole wave. I mean, what do you surfed it? It's yeah, it's hard. It's it's tricky. The one thing that is different to a normal wave in the that pool, it's long, and the water get the water gets pushed by a big train. It gets pushed down to the other end of the pool, but there's no water coming up the face. So in a regular, if you surf Lennox Point, which is a right long right. 
there's always water going up the wave as well as a, a wave coming down the point. So there's more curve. There's more more to work on the wave. There's a lot more, what he's saying, imperfections like dead spots. Yeah. So Dead spots. As yep. soon as it's flat, there's no water coming up the wave to help you drive down the wave. So you can stop. From memory, your wave was like unbelievable that you I got the there. bottom part of the wave. So I was just a coach at the bottom of the pool and the person fell off. So that wave went. where I did that air, it was just the last bit of the wave. Free as a dog. Free, yeah. Free as a dog. <laughs> yeah, I just fluked that one. That was a fluke <laughs> in my life, dude. But it's a good – like for a pool, it's pretty fucking sick. But Medina – what Medina doesn't surf it perfect. He just gets major turns and keeps his speed to keep going. That's how I – Yeah, 100%. It's not that pretty to watch, Medina. He's, be, he's prettier on his backhand, but he's – Forehand's not really that good to watch on there, but he does crazy shit and he's enough to – I think he scores always better on his backhand, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It's well, just a very hard wave to try and stay in front of. Yep. I feel like for me personally going there, I'm always – I feel like I, I click with it at times, but I'm always like just behind it. So therefore it doesn't put me in front on the face enough to stay – like to keep my speed forward. That's probably what Medina does the best because he's had. The, has he won it? A, he's won it a couple of times. Yeah, eh? he's won it like three or times. every time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Well, he's always like perfectly in front of it. Yeah. So he's got a lot of time and a lot of options and, and stuff like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, I think equipment's a good, a big thing as well. It's you got to change your equipment up based on the pool instead of it. You know, you riding a board in the ocean is not going to work. In the pool, oh, it's so. different. Your equipment's way different. Yeah, definitely, it's definitely different. Not on the maybe on the right, it's diff- It's probably similar. Yeah, because the right's it's bowlier and it's kind of steeper, while the left's really flat. So you kind of need to change up your equipment. I went on a normal shortboard on the right, and then I changed it up to like two inches shorter on the left, just because yeah, right. like a shorter board because yeah, it's right. flatter and it's harder to surf. And you need a shorter board to kind of help fit in the pocket of the wave. So, yeah. Will you do that again this year? Do you... Probably. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I mean, it's, I'll, I'll try. They, I'll figure it out. Have they made any improvements? They changed anything? Like, is it different? I don't setting? know. I don't think so. Yeah, it's much the same. <coughs> well, if you, uh, if you roll into the lineup of, um, of the athletes that are available and, and committed this year, JJF, Medina, Italo, Philippe, uh, Jack Robbo, Ethan, Griffin, Kanoa. So there's the best part of the current – what you would think of the current top ten mm. if you throw yourself in. Um, who are the ones for you that are probably going to, you know, come back on and really blow up from what you're I think, hearing? I think Medina will do pretty well. I mean, I'm really interested to see how Philippe's going to go backing up the year he had last year, um, especially with Medina and stuff in the mix now. Um, but, yeah – Medina, I think John will do pretty well if he doesn't get injured again. Um, but, yeah, those guys will be pretty interesting to watch coming back into the new year, especially because this will be the first year that they've done the mid-year cut and stuff as well. Um, Medina's going to be one that's going to be interesting because I feel like he always starts the year slow and then ends – you know, he builds momentum throughout the year instead of, you know, not having the cut. So, therefore, he'll just kind of – Go and then all of a sudden, at the last three or four events, he'll go and just win all of them and then be in the top in the mix. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he goes um, with the format. What are your thoughts on that last um, 
the world title part, if you do go to Trestles, do you like that or would you rather like a first past the post? I think it's way? pretty exciting. I, I, when, I, when they first announced it, I was kind of a bit sceptical because it's just a bummer if someone that is so far in front at the end of the year still has to wrap his head around, you know, doing another event that could determine whether he wins a world title or not, even though he won the the season. But I guess it's just like footy, right? It's, you know, you got the prelims and then you just, yeah. I mean, you got the advantage of only having to surf once instead of having to th- surf throughout the, the draw um, if you're five or beyond. So, yeah, I mean, it's exciting watching it after the last two years. I mean, last year was a bit interesting because the waves weren't great, but the year before was super exciting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I really think it's a good format and it's exciting for not only the fans, but even for the surfers itself. And there's been pretty good feedback so far. No one's kind of really been off it. So Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, and what, what's your take on the mid, sort of the mid-year cup up? Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, t- every, <laughs> I don't think you've ever, you, I don't think there'll be anyone that will say that it's good. It's just a bummer that. You know, we work so hard to get on tour and then you've only got five events. And, and the first five events on tour are the, the trickiest ones. Mm. You know, you've got Sunset, which is just whatever. A lottery. You know, it's a full lottery. And then Bells, Margs, they're pretty similar. And then Pipes only, or Pipe in Portugal. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. But I guess we just got to deal with it for now. And what do you reckon uh, the, the young Aussies that sort of stood out last year, Jack Robbo obviously had – had a stellar year in EFA and I mean, what do you reckon they changed up last year to sort of take their performance that you could potentially steal uh, in their get up? I think to the Jack next level? was Jack's approach to a wave is kind of what we've been kind of trying to master over the past few months. Is that whole like just going for it and being aggressive and just being committed and dealing with whatever happens after when it happens, mm. um, and that's why he got so well rewarded throughout the year and he's surfing, you know, looked like it stepped up a level, but he was just doing things earlier on a wave to make it more exciting for everyone and for himself. So, yeah, I think that similar approach um, for me into this year is something I'm going to go for. Is it Because he didn't have a, that great of a start last year, did he? Pipe, did he go all right? Around three or four or something? Around three, yeah. He didn't and then that Sunset, great. like places where you're like, oh, you know, Jack should do really well, mm. but he kept kept at it. Yeah, he just kept that kept thing, going. kept going for it. Bells a little bit. Yeah, and it's that, just just that whole not basing a bad result and not not reacting to it with emotion. Just yeah, just if you're still run. if you're still surfing well. Yeah, if yeah. you're still surfing well, and the yeah. boards are good. And yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like you look for an example of what he's saying about Jack. Like you look at the Margaret River final last year. John was on fire. He's obviously almost the greatest ever surfer out there. And he had a couple of good scores. I think he might have even had a nine and a low seven mm. or something like that against Jack. And Jack just kept at it. Kept well, he got, I think he – did he win it on his last way? Yeah, he come yeah, back. Like yeah, yeah, he come back. He just fought back, you know. And having John up with a, a high eight and a seven against Jack, you were almost like game, set, match. And he just went for it. He didn't, you know, didn't care. He went for mm. it and got rewarded. And I think that's the whole thing. Yeah. Like yeah, Jack, you wouldn't think Jack would be thinking he could beat John out there when John's already started with an 8-8, eight, eight, but his belief One, was like, two. fuck, I'll just go for it. If I make this, I can win. Yeah. That's the kind of mindset mm. we're trying to get Connor in because he, he could do that. 
Mm. It's just in those moments when you hear scores from another guy like Medina or Philippe and that, you kind of you got to go the other way, not, oh, fuck, I'm fucked. Yeah. Like, and when you, when you look at the other Aussies, you've sort of been there because you're rookie year one, you fell off tour, you've got back on tour, you've got Cal Robbo coming back from injury, Jack O'Baker sort of he held on to, to stay on tour, um, those sort of guys. What, what would your advice be to those guys that are sort of there or thereabouts after your experience? Just lean in, just give it a go and you'd rather have a go and fail instead of not having enough to go and wish you tried harder. Mm. Yeah. I think that's a big one. And and with this level of surfing on tour these days, the judges can read if, you get, if you're really committing or not yeah. and it just shows in the scores. So, yeah, just just being committed because that's what the Brazilians do and that's why they're all, you know, they're world champs and there's so many of them that are coming up that are so good because they've just got that approach. So if we all have that same approach, then... Yeah, it's play ball. Who's the gnarliest competitor on tour? Who's the bloke you'd hate to come up against? Because round of his, one, round one. Because yeah. of his tactics and Medina's pretty. He's pretty savvy. He's pretty. Yeah, he's probably the toughest. Just because, like what Will spoke speaking about with Jack, he's just he's just always going. You know, if if things aren't going well, he's still just he's, he's still, just still pushing the pushing and having yeah. a go, and he's always got his. Put on the pedal and until the timer goes zero, he's just punting. Yeah. And I think that's something that's so inspirational. Is he a nice bloke off out of the he water? Is, yeah, he's super nice. They're all, I mean, they're all, they're all super nice people. It's just, yeah, he's a savage in the water. He's just constantly hunting and if he loses, then he can still tell himself that he, was, he had a good enough dig anyway. Um, so, yeah, that's – His record speaks for itself. You know what I mean? Like that's the other yeah. thing. Like he doesn't it, – it's worked, you know. Mm. So even if he fucking loses trying it, he's like, "Well, it fucking works." Yeah. On to the next one. Yeah. So I think uh, one. I think Kingy touched on it as well, and you uh, touched on it for our listeners when they listened to James Wood's uh, ball bag on Wednesday. Is uh, he just loves to surf? Yeah. I mean, Kingy made that comment numerous times. He just said he surfs so much. He just yeah. loves yeah. to surf. That's what it is. Like yeah. it's just, and it's just been. Like we keep going back to what we've been trying to work on the last few months, but it's just been like, just clear. Like, you know, you're not second, you're not second guessing the decisions you're about to make on the wave. Mm. You live with it. It's like, I think that's what he probably he probably does it the best out of all of them. Hundred yeah. percent. Do you reckon, in reference to the the Brazilians, like when you look at uh, you know we're well aware of um, what you do here locally with Pete Roberts, your trainer, mm. and. And how hard he pushes you, and um, the difference it's made for you. When you go on to tour, do you do you look at the Brazilians like uh, they're renowned hard trainers? Do you think they're fitter, stronger than than me or the Auss- or other Aussies that are? No, no, I don't think so. No, they don't look it. No, they don't look no. it. Fuck, Philippe doesn't at the moment. No, Philippe he's looks pudgy, doesn't, doesn't he? He looks like he's been <laughs> hanging in the fucking sand. I mean, Illo Illo puts all these things up, you know, of him training and. <laughs> And, and I think he's flexing Brown. and flexing and stuff, and I mean it, it doesn't really show any surfing too much. I mean mm. he's springy, but that's probably about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's you never you never go on there and like I yeah and looking at Medina and going oh like, he's got some big legs, but apart from that yeah. He's, so apart from you, who's the fittest and strongest of the Aussies? Sorry, apart from you and Jacko Baker. <laughs> <laughs> Jacko, uh, <laughs> fittest and strongest. Cal's pretty strong. 
Is he? Yeah, Cal's pretty strong. He's a strong little bastard. Little footy player. Um, who else is there? I mean, Jack looks pretty strong. I don't know what he does, but yeah, it seems like he's he's got big legs and he's seems pretty pretty big and big and fit. So yeah, I mean, all the Aussies seem pretty good. Yeah, Ethan's a giant. Yeah, yeah. Well, have a look at the size of his. Dad. Yeah, Bill. Ethan I mean, just Bill's just trains with Bill, so Bill yeah, he's a big he's, man. He's yeah. humongous. Yeah. So North Strati, get it. I think yeah, there's a lot of big guys coming up, which is pretty cool. Beautiful. No little, no little ones. Well, uh, boys, in wrapping up, thanks for coming in. Um, hopefully when we, uh, I don't know, at the mid-year cutoff, you're still going and you come in and we're having another chat about the fact that you're inside the top five and you're ready to go. and you get Tracking. Trest- yeah, you're tracking. Tracking, yeah. And you're- tracking to trestles. Tracking to trestles <laughs> and then on the, day, on the last day you do a Steph Gilmore. Yeah, fucking play ball. Let's do it. It's fucking anyone's. I'm that's on. the thing. Like, that's, that's what I got out of Steph's. It's anyone's. You pick the right board. And you have the right mindset, you can you can run the table. Well, Macy, uh, Macy touched on Steph on that last day because if you have a look at all the events during the year, she did, she really wasn't surfing as good as Steph could surf. And then she got into a groove, you know, the wave sort of suited her at trestles and then pretty much unbeatable. Oh, she! I was there and on the rocks all day and she looked so unbeatable. Actually, the first heat she looked a bit sketchy. But after that first heat, she looked untouchable. Yeah. Well, to, to, what did you take being on the beach, watching it as as a competitor fan? What did you take from both sides, men and women? Was there something you I got out of watching the whole? The men's wasn't ex, wasn't very exciting. Do you think they were over patient? Do you think think Jack wanted thought he needed a better wave? Do you think Ethan thought? I he thought needed... Ethan was gonna win the whole thing. The way he was surfing. The way he was surfing. Previous, like the the few days yeah, before yeah. it, yeah. But I think he just overthought it. Do you think he thought he was going to win it too? Like, did he? Uh, maybe I don't know, but what? he just thought uh, the waves are hard in his heat. It kind of got real slow, and then Italo got some like shitty little lefts and just did a few spinners, and then it kind of stopped breaking. But I think he was just just thinking too much about it, and about he got taking, over like yeah. over selective, and then just the time to ran yeah. out at the end of the day. Thirty five minute heat, and you're overthinking it for 15 or 17 minutes, the pressure on your next wave you take. Especially with trestles because it's, it's – it can the, be – The sets – in between sets, is, there's nothing. such a long gap. Yeah. You know, it could go for 10, 15 minutes. And you take so. the wrong set there, eh, and they yeah. fizzle out yeah. and they lose their power. But with Steph, it was just – her board looked unbelievable. Yeah. She was just cutting through the water like no one else. It was unbelievable. Like she made Carissa look – Really, really average. She did, yeah. Which is so out of control because Carissa's the best surfer in the world and she made Carissa look flat and slow and kind of a bit sluggish and she was constantly like trying to get to the end of the wave while Steph was just gliding. It's like she was ice skating. It was so weird. And, yeah, it was just – I think her board – it was a testament to DH because her board looked crazy. Do you think – and she didn't have a great year. Steph, she was pretty there or thereabouts. No, she, she just made the five. Yeah, she was nearly. She nearly didn't even make the cut. Yeah, because she got COVID at uh, pipes. Yeah, so she wasn't allowed to surf, and then she only just scraped. She scraped in. She was by, like th- two yeah. two spots yeah. above the cut, and then she won the world title. That's fucking crazy. Mm. Yeah. Shows you, shows you it can happen. Well, right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna actually finish off with something new, Woody. It's thirty seconds with Connor. All right. So we get two questions, as random as you want. So, right. Satsy, you're first off. You can just ask two questions. It could be whatever. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> doesn't have to be surfing. Doesn't have to be. Do you surfing. want me to lead away? What's your uh, oh, what's a day, what's a day look like when you're on on tour, mate? What do you keep it the same? Do you mix what, it? What is that with like a early heat lunchtime? Yeah, heat? what am I doing? Am I, well, have I got a heat you, on? You, yeah, you you do. You've got a lunchtime <laughs> heat. Lunchtime heat. I'll usually get up, move the body around a bit, and then go for a free surf for the comp. Have some brekkie. Probably head down to the event. Sit there with dog, talk a bit of shit, and then as it gets closer, kind of zone in and pick a board that I'm going to ride, and yeah, go for it. Do you do you have like Beautiful. do you have a certain amount of time you start to warm up? Like are you too like if they're thirty minute heats, are you I'm warming probably up? Probably there. Like, I'm probably there like t- anywhere between an hour and a half and two hours before. Yeah, I don't know. I just like to be there early and settle in and sit down and. And get, get and a look at a few Just get ways. a look, yeah, get a look at some heats. and um, Yeah, and then probably three three heats in, yeah, start to get ready and warm up and get everything ready to, to get out there. Sati? What's your um, training routine on the road, mate? Are you, do you still like do sessions and stuff? Yeah, I try to, yeah. I mean, the places that we go, it's pretty accessible to gyms and stuff, which is pretty good. So, yeah, I'll usually – Try and train as much as I can, especially with Hawaii because there's a lot, a lot of flat days. So, yeah, throw a bit of weight around and um, nothing too crazy, just kind of topping up what I've been doing. So, maintain. Yeah, just yeah. All, it's all about maintenance at the end of the day and, and getting a sweat on because there's a lot of downtime I when, you, when you're traveling. So, yeah, to be able to you, do that. Keeps you calm and stuff too probably as well. Yeah, like, just kind of get the edge off. sweat it out and get, get shit off your mind that you, you have on your mind because it's – a pretty hostile environment when the event's on. You know, everyone's mm, around camping. and there's a lot of vibe and, yeah. What, what, you, about, what about uh, my questions? Any superstitions? Like do you fucking throw sand in the sky? Do you lick your board? Um, do you your board? Um, do you, you lick your board? <laughs> yeah. Like do you right. kiss it? Do you talk to it? Like let's go baby. Fuck. I don't know. Like it's I feel like I went you, through a stage where you put your ashy on 37 <laughs> minutes <laughs> before you heat or? I went through a stage where – I like had to jump five times before I got in the water. Shit, five times. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Just, That's superstitious. It was just working. Did you have a fucking heat where you had two nines? You're like, all right, fuck. Was it? Yeah, I know. It's, it's been stem for a while. Like I've been doing it for ages. You still do it? Yeah, I still do it. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking start doing. I'm it. gonna video five it. times. Yeah, <laughs> just five. Just before I hit, like, like just, I get to the like water's edge, like the springy jumps. Like yeah, you get, just yeah, five times. Yeah, with the board under my arm. You heard it out there, Groms. Five jumps, you'll be surfing like Connor. Before, yeah, before you're in the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's 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 a that's probably a superstition of mine. Woody, there's a lot of classic ones though. Have you have you got any? What's a what's a what's an embarrassing story? You tripped over going out for your heat. You fucking ran into a, a fan like not <laughs> oh, paying attention. Have you best one the. I think I've already told you guys this. Not the one out the back of Snapper. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. Nah, nah. yeah. Is there anything Another more? Another one? Yeah. More, just more, I guess you were kind of on your own with the ocean there a bit, but uh, is there one where you're like anything funny like that, you know, like an embarrassment, you walk, walked into a bit of fucking a flag or? <laughs> uh, oh. Or have you seen anyone do that? You seen anyone like trip over running out for the heat or? Um. I suppose no, we're not, not the top, it. not the top, mate. I mean, apart from that one that I nearly shit myself at the back of Snapper. Oh, yeah. That's probably the most embarrassing. I mean, I, when I was on the piss with uh, with everyone at G Land last year, I nearly flipped Laura on her head. That was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> I don't reckon it I don't hurt think, her. I don't think it, go it, over the it, got, it went public, but 
There was people where people thought that she'd nearly died. That was a bit of jungle fever getting released there in the campaign. Yeah. That was just was like that six days that was of just not surfing. Ten days of it being onshore. When does G Land go onshore? It was the it best went, it's ever been three days before everyone got and there and th- three, three days, days after. after. Yeah. It was crazy. Usually that place goes trade wind from lunchtime offshore and it was onshore for like ten days straight. Straight onshore. And everyone was like, What is going on with this place? So then, yeah, we all end up just having a few beers in the Arvo and then it just all kicked off. Just pretty classic. Contest questions are easy. Uh, shoe size? Size 11. Weight? 90 kilos. I was 94 after Tahiti. Really? Yeah. Four kilos. And that was, that was a huge goal of mine to go to 90. That's what I said to Pete. So on the basis of that, what influences that had in the change of your boards? Funny enough, I've dropped weight, but I've gone up in volume. Yeah, <laughs> he's, but he's okay. probably stronger if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, so he's he probably does, pushing yeah. harder. Yeah. So I, we kind of debriefed everything at the end of last year with DH, and DH was kind of like, "Oh, I reckon you could, you could go up an inch in length, and you could go more volume because you're strong enough to be able to push it." And I was kind of like, "Oh, six two, that seems a bit long as a shortboard." Anyway, I'll give it a go. And wrote it, did a session with Woody one day and just made everything look bigger. And the board didn't look, too, lo- didn't look long. And that was my biggest fear was I didn't want a board to look long in front of me. Um, and it didn't look long and made my surfing look bigger. So I was kind of like, oh, all right. So I've been playing with it ever since. And yeah, 6'2 is my new, new shortboard, which is pretty cool. Giddy up. Righto. 32 well, litres. We're going to have you back on uh, Condo's couch in, oh, I don't know, probably four or five months. And um, yeah. You'll probably be, I reckon, about 4.5 in the world. Yeah. Tracking to Trestles. Good luck on. Yeah. Cheers. Fire up, mate. Fire up. Let's do it. Giddy up. We'll be cheering you on. Cheers. Don't smoke here. We only set fire through the microphones. (laughs) 